Good evening, it's Tuesday the 23rd of October and in the previous week I have continued in the really oversized project of moving house uh, while continuing to work and look after kids and everything but also I got a book in the post which I had forgotten that I'd ordered and it's the Judy Greer autobiography and Judy Greer is very young so I'm sure she'll I hope she writes another book actually because her writing style is really lovely. Um, the book's called I Don't Know What You Know Me From, which is a really great title for a book by an actor like Judy Greer. And um, in my family, we've always been people who spot, name, and follow actors from very early on in their career. And um, I first noticed Judy Greer in. Uh, that What Women Want film, which if it didn't have Mel Gibson in it, I might have liked a lot more because it had an amazing supporting cast of women in it. The girl who played his daughter was lovely. Sarah Paulson was one of the assistants at the place where he worked. Um, I've gone blank on her name. Helen Hunt was uh, the boss, but... Um, Judy Greer played the aspiring copywriter who's overlooked and is having suicidal thoughts and I remember liking her so much that I looked her name up in the credits and I've ended up following her through lots of different films. I've seen her in The Descendants and 13 Going on 30 and 28 Dresses and Hebrew Hammer and um, I'd really like to see her debut directorial effort which I read about in The Guardian a few weeks ago. Um, but I'm really, really enjoying her book. So uh, that's been that's been a real a real up upswing in the week. The other thing that I've been reading is the old book that I bought secondhand, which is called Sixteen Self Sketches by George Bernard Shaw, and I. Don't know an awful lot about George Bernard Shaw. I'm I haven't really read many of his plays, but I'm loving his autobiography. It's it's just delightful. His turn of phrase is is excellent. The people that he's talking about are really interesting. I think that's the cat making scratching noises. Um in the global political situation, um the independent Karen Phelps, Dr. Karen Phelps. Um, prominent media figure in Australian life. She took the seat of Wentworth, vacated by the former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, um, and it was a very historic swing against the Liberal Party who've held that seat for a very long time quite securely. There was a very strong message um, leading up to the election that it was time to teach the Liberal Party a lesson about their lurch to the right on issues such as climate change and refugees. And um, I was listening to Radio National and listening to Christopher Pine um, spin that it was all about the leadership change because the public, the public don't like a leadership change. And it was just like, he's just a reprehensible individual, I think. Um, and... Rebecca Sharkey and Kathy McGowan and Andrew Wilkie have been out and talking about policies that they're hoping to get through. But don't forget, we're dealing with people like Bob Catter as well. 
Um, and it uh, looks like Australia is heading for a hung parliament. Uh, there's been some marches in the streets of Melbourne today and in other capital cities in Australia uh, to support the union campaign of Change the Rules. I think people are really protesting the ballooning CEO payments and the um, protection of financial institution at the expense of the ordinary person. And Australia's always kind of prided itself on having a fair go for the hard-working person. They can get ahead, they can get a home, they can you know, have a comfortable retirement if they work hard. And that's become virtually impossible for not just not a small percentage of the population in Australia. And um, the there's been no increase to the welfare payments in a very long time. The welfare um, payments haven't kept pace with the cost of living or inflation or the CPI. Um, And it's sort of generally distressing, I think, for people who have found themselves on the wrong side of the haves and the have-nots. And that continues to alarm people who have a sense of decency and also the people who are in that situation, who are a much larger group than they used to be. So I think it would behoove the political parties and the political classes to be more aware of the situation that their policies are putting those people in. New Zealand's broken some interesting ground with reducing, severely reducing foreign ownership, um, but there's problems all over all over Australia. But there's been a a sign that the property bubble is, if not bursting, then sort of like a balloon. Um, apparently, house prices in Sydney and Melbourne are descending at a rate of approximately a thousand dollars a week. Um, but the argument is that those prices were severely overinflated anyway, so it's not brought. It, we still haven't really returned to what anyone could, what an economist would consider to be a normal market value for the properties. So, the Saudi journalist Kamal Khashoggi, the Saudis have admitted that he is in fact dead, which is puts um, uh, the Saudis and the Turks and the Americans and everybody in a really um, difficult position. Obviously, it is completely unconscionable that the Saudis would have arranged to have Jamal Khashoggi killed if one is a believer in free speech and free press. And if one is not a believer in free speech and free press, then, well, that's what happens. Um, It's very alarming for people who believe in democracy and true civic liberty and civic responsibility and i would number myself amongst those people so i'm really i'm really concerned about what's going to happen but the bald face admission by donald trump that he's not going to risk a massive arms deal um just because of one murdered journalist is sobering um And you realise that Donald Trump is not guided by what guides most people. And while he is the leader of the most influential country, the the I mean, the greenback is still the the global measure of a currency success. What is it worth against one American dollar? You know, and um, the 
populist forces that Donald Trump is rallying in the states, they're not educated people with a, a global perspective. They're insular, patriotic, uneducated, or conservative. I don't know. It's, I don't know. think I'll just go back to my Judy Greer book tonight and read about a successful actress, actor, who's humble and funny and lovely and smart and eloquent and believable and my George Bernard Shaw, who is wise because there's just not a lot of it out there at the moment. Certainly not in the in what's popular. But I refuse to give up hope. I never will. I never will. And you shouldn't either. Because there's actually quite a lot of us. We're like the ants in a bug's life. And the bad guys are like the grasshoppers. And they don't win. Not in the end. And on that note, I'll say take care of yourself. And I will see you next Tuesday.